You're listening to the Teachers Inspire Ireland podcast. Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the podcast. The Teachers Inspire Ireland initiative is brought to you by DCU. Over the last month, we have been receiving tons of uplifting story submissions from you, celebrating those inspiring teachers that made a positive impact on your lives. To read some of those inspiring stories, go to our website, teachersinspire.ie. Over the next few weeks, our curator, the author Louise O'Neill, will be reading a selection of your wonderful stories on this podcast every Thursday until December. We have a very special episode today with the debut author Louise Nealon telling us about her inspiring teacher. Louise released her debut novel Snowflake this year to both critical and commercial acclaim and the book went straight to number one in the bestseller charts with critics calling Louise a voice for her generation. I talked today to Louise about that English teacher who inspired her to follow her dream to become a writer. I was writing stories in primary, but just uh, it was the stories that the teacher would ask you to write. And I really enjoyed doing it, but I didn't really think that you could do it on your own. Like I'd always need the teacher to say, okay, you need to write a story. And then I'd write a story. So it's sort of like us all, really. I never really wrote stories outside of that. Then when I went into secondary school, I did a really uncool thing of um, we were doing history projects and I wrote a short story instead of like, in in the style of like being a Roman at the time or oh, wow. um, yeah. very uncool no not at all <laughs> for like medieval history I like wrote a story about being a knight um and the teachers were kind of like okay like whatever you want to do there and then I had a great English teacher I had a great English teacher in Leavenworth she read a story that I wrote and she was like you can you can really write and like and she photocopied it and gave it out to the class and that was like my first experience of being like read by other people other than like my teacher or my parents and I did English and philosophy because of my teacher that did English and philosophy she was such a cool person in my life like I just wanted to be here and I wanted to, I wanted to be an English teacher that I didn't think that I'd be able to be a writer and when I dropped out of college then she sent me a text and uh, to meet up for lunch wow and it was like the hand of God reaching out you know like and then she sat me down and she was like um we just had a great chat and she was like, uh, what, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I don't know, but I want to write a novel. She was like, send me, send me chapters of it. And that was the first um, kind of time that I wrote just for myself, really. And I didn't really show anyone what I was writing for a long time. Um, and for a lot of it, it was just thinking about writing as opposed to writing itself. And... Yeah. Um, and when I was in college, I did English. So um, I was reading all these wonderful writers and masters of, of the forms. So I didn't really feel good enough um, to be a writer. And it was only in my last years I did a, um, in my fourth year, I did a, a creative writing course with Deirdre Madden. Um, and she was, um, and, and that was, she kind of gave me the confidence to think, okay, I, ca- I can, I can do this as, as, something just for myself first but um if other people want to read it that'd be great I I read a great line from you you've you've great one-liners I have to say and I read one and it said um I only began to write seriously when I gave up the idea of becoming a serious writer very very much so because I, I put pressure on myself 
I always wanted to be a writer. But I thought that it was something that only magical people did. Like, like you were born a writer and you knew it all along. And um, and even now, I, I still struggle with um, the idea that I make my living from writing because in many ways, I don't feel good enough. <laughs> if you do actually just um, sit down and write and see writing as, as a verb and not as like a job or some big thing, if you write anything at all, you're a writer. Like in the same way that if you run, you're a runner, you know? And if you just, if I found that if I stripped back the idea that it wasn't something to approach with some kind of um, expectation, it was just an activity that I did that I enjoyed and and not to beat myself up about how many words I was writing or what I was writing or if it was any good, to just do it um and enjoy it and try to enjoy it at least and I really get a lot out of it yeah your English teacher what is her name Sarah Butler is her name and I'm still in touch with her and we still have a great relationship she writes as well um and she has kids um she's brilliant like I can't but it's it's really weird because I've like I hero worshipped her so much in school and now, uh, like, we haven't gotten to the point where we're friends yet. Like, because like, I still can't call her her first name. I'm just like, no. And like, I sent her a, an advance. I only got like five copies of the book. And um, my publishers don't send me anymore because they know I'll just give them away. Um, <laughs> so she was one of the ones who got the advance copy. And I dedicated it to Miss Butler. Like, I couldn't say Sarah, like, um, but she's, she's brilliant. Um, but it's very weird gushing about her on, on interviews and then being like, here's this interview that I did where I, <laughs> where yeah. I said you were God. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. But it's still lovely. Do you know what I mean? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really wouldn't have done English in college without her. It's amazing how teachers can affect your life so much, you know. Totally. I had an yeah. English teacher that was, the, you know, like a great influence as well. And yeah. so important. You never forget him. Yeah, yeah. And even like my friends from school who didn't do English in college or whatever, they were still like really inspired by her and like they still remember those classes. They were magical moments, really magical classes. I could still remember where I sat and and she talked to us like we were humans, not like she was the teacher and we were the students and it wasn't like she was just going through the syllabus. One thing she did was that she got us to memorize like a, like a poem or a bit of Shakespeare or, and, and we had to, that was our homework once and we had to, but she was like, so that would be great if you're ever asked for like a parody piece and you can't sing or you can't tell a joke, you can recite a bit of Shakespeare or like, you know. Genius. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? And that's what you want coming out of school. You want exactly. something that you're going to be able to use and and it made us appreciate the stuff that we were learning a little bit more like my my english teacher used to just come in with time magazine and chuck it on the table and let's talk about that about the latest about ronald reagan at the time but absolutely loved it you know and and it's funny because they're the they're the teachers you remember the ones that went outside the syllabus he's he's actually his name was mr burry Thank you for listening today and our curator Louise O'Neill will be back again next Thursday to share more inspirational stories 
from you about those teachers that influenced you the most and made a difference to your life. I'd ask that you follow or subscribe to this podcast on your favourite platform to be the first to get a new episode every Thursday. For more information, go to teachersinspire.ie and we look forward to chatting to you again next week. You're listening to the Teachers Inspire Ireland podcast.